and welcome to the weekly Walker H Town, brought to you by the hub of the community, Heston Public Library, recorded on podcast equipment, sponsored by USW Local One One Two Two Eight. I'm Rusty Witcher with Susan Lamb, Jackie Nelson, and Kevin Logan. Hi, guys. Hello, hello. Good morning. It's a how are you? It's a little bit better of a day than we had yesterday. It was a little damp. It, but I'm not going to complain. I'm not. We need the rain. We yeah. need the rain. I was at trying to work with state golf and or regional golf, and I'll be back out there. They're hosting two regionals at the same time, and it's currently Tuesday afternoon. It's a zoo, but it is playable. It was unplayable yesterday. It was a little bit. You needed a boat. Well, we uh, are grateful. For yeah. The, for the feeders of America, farmers of America that mm-hmm. feed us, we're great, grateful for them. So, well, Rusty, it's, yes. a, it's a good day to have these two individuals who have, Absolutely. have had a busy school year and yet ahead of them a busy summer. So we're going to let Jackie kick it off. Yes. Okay. So the rain yesterday. Uh, so I was unboxing new furniture in that rain. Oh. We took very careful measurements. We have, thanks to Mr. Harvey Thiessen, he made a wonderful donation, and we were able to do a complete refresh on our children's area. So now we have this delightful lime green furniture. It is solid. It is cleanable. It is just so wonderful, thanks to Mr. Thiessen. And this is something that we had been planning for several months, and I knew that the delivery was on Monday, and I was ridiculously excited that we could have it in time for Summer Mm -hmm. Library Program. And we carefully measured all of the furniture, and we carefully measured all of our spaces, and what we did not do was we do not have double doors anywhere in the library. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. This becomes a factor. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. So the furniture, when I measured everything very carefully, Mm -hmm. the furniture itself fit in the door perfectly well. The boxes did the not. The boxes did not. Oh, no. Yeah, so we're over at the community room door. The FedEx guy <laughs> was just went above and beyond. We had a guy here from Village Geek who he was dropping off summer library program, which I will get to in a minute. He was dropping stuff off. I called my husband. We were all just soaking wet, unboxing this furniture. People will appreciate that furniture more than ever now. <laughs> yes, now they will, yes. And so... We get it in, and it slides beautifully in the door (laughs) outside of these enormous boxes. Right. This is important information for every listener. Well, that's like everything you order from Amazon has a box within a box and a box, and you don't know which box is really which. True. Yes. So we were a bunch of drowned rats by the end of it, but the furniture is in. Great. Beautiful. So we're we're very grateful. Again, Harvey Thiessen is the one that made this all happen. His wife, Lois, was a former school librarian. Yes, she was wonderful. She, yes. was my, she was my school librarian at the elementary school. And so now in her honor, we've got a plaque up that's thanking Mr. Thiessen and that it is in honor of Lois. And we felt like in really Lois's spirit that I know her favorite color was red, but we don't have anything red in our kids' section. But these really cheerful, bright pieces that clean yes. up our children's area just seemed like a really great way to honor. Oh, without a doubt. Without a great. doubt. So without a doubt. We're so, I'm just so delighted that that came in yesterday. Um, and summer library program. So we have our prizes out and we have gotten some extraordinary donations, especially from our local businesses. Good. Um, a lot of these donations that came in from our local business community are, the theme is all together now. And so those prizes are great for adults. I mean, I don't know what six-year-old needs a Milwaukee drill set, but I guarantee you 
that Rusty's now looking at me like, how do I win a Milwaukee drill set? Well, I would have used it in ways I shouldn't have used it. There would have been holes in our fence. There would have been, I would have drilled everything, drilling things in the trees. Look, we can make a hole here. Yeah. Yes. It would have, yeah. So, but somebody, my mom is the tool person in the family. And when I told her that, you know, we've got this great Milwaukee set that is up for grabs, she's like, how do I sign up for summer library program? <laughs> uh, so mm. adults, these are prizes for adults too. This great. is not just for kiddos. Um, you can still register on our website. We have over 230 people registered right oh, now. Right. That's great. I am yeah. so excited. Um, and with that, we will have additional, there are pieces when you sign up, you will see that there are, yes, there are a couple of events that you do need to pre-register for, primarily mm -hmm. the t-shirt painting, the pour painting, the drum circle, and the squish friends making. And those registrations will be going out um, this week. I'm working on getting a Google Doc put together. And the same way that you go through registration, say what you are participating in, your T-shirt size, and just to get that all cleaned up. But we really wanted to get the registration numbers so that I would even have a clue what to call the brew bakers over at our wonderful people at Atomic Sports and say, mm -hmm. I need to order 692 T-shirts from you in the following sizes. Yes. So... That registration will be available very soon. So bear with us for this week. We've been working on a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff um, to, to be able to make this library truly, truly extraordinary. So you can still sign up for Summer Library Program. We are really excited to kick off this summer on the 25th. Um, you can come and join us. We're going to have a foam party. So Bubbles, Foam Machine, Heston Fire Department's going to be here to help clean off your kids. Um, and it's going to be a group... <laughs> He's sitting there like, maybe we should turn the hoses up a little higher. Yeah. Um, nice. So it's just, we're really getting ready to dive into summer library program. With the theme being all together now, I really want to encourage adults to, to take part too. This isn't just for kids. This isn't just for, you know, make sure little, little Billy doesn't experience summer slide. Like, it's really about, we are finally out of COVID. This yes. is our first year out of COVID, and the all together now feels really, really good. Mm -hmm. Perfect theme. And I, and I hope that people take advantage of that. I mean, we've got our movie night with Robin Hood and Robin Hood Men in Tights. Like, just these fun things that it scratches that itch for adults as well. Awesome. So I would really encourage people to, to look at Summer Library Program in a way that's everybody can get involved. These mm -hmm. aren't just... Oh, tchotchkes for your kids. It's no, we've got some pretty cool stuff. Like if you really want to score 50 bucks to Heston Bakery and Cafe, I, I do. I would suggest you yeah. enroll in summer library program and start earning uh, challenge tickets. Perfect. So yes, it's every week you'll get a challenge ticket. You get that challenge ticket and you will get a new water bottle sticker every week for completing four things on your challenge ticket. So that way, if you've got little ones, you don't have to explain to them. No, you did all this work and you're not getting anything. Okay. You get a sticker, a uh, very nice vinyl water bottle sticker. We've got like hundreds of them to pick from. Uh, I will be ordering more because we have that many people registered. That's good. That's so a good thing. It's fantastic. And so you will get a sticker every week, tear off the bottom of your challenge ticket, find the cup that correlates with your prize that you're like, man, I really, really want that Milwaukee set. And you put that in the Milwaukee drill set cup. Okay. And at the end of July, we will be doing a drawing, and one lucky winner will be walking away with each prize. This is to say, we are going to, if you win 
the Milwaukee drill set, you will not also be winning the Heston Bakery and Cafe. That's it is going fair. to be so one you can prize. One prize per person. One sure. prize per person. Like Absolutely. Yeah. Not per household, so it's one prize per mm-hmm. person. Okay. So we're really excited about this summer. No, that that's good. That's good. I mean, one prize per person like that, you're not hoping that one person who has nine thousand raffle tickets can take over something well, like that. Well, and right. it's not just that, but you it's it's everybody has the same chance to win this yes. earn the same yes, number of tickets. Absolutely. But you always have that one friend that like wins at bingo and they win the fifty fifty and then suddenly they're like, Oh look at this lotto ticket I found in the parking lot and you're like, Betty, hmm. stop it. Right. <laughs> like or you ta- always or you have take that. her to the horse See, track no, for that so too. That is I can ooh 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 that reminds me of third grade. Okay. Third grade here in Heston, we did the chances. We had chances, and you could use chances all week. And if you did something, you could get five chances. If you got your name on their board, it cost you some chances. And at the very end of the week, we had a chance drawing, and there was a one of those plastic tubs with all these prizes from candy to plastic snakes to all kinds of little things Chunkies. that you – Yes, exactly. And if you got your name pulled in the chance drawing, you could pick from that. And I think the one – I had one time I had one chance. I must have had a bad week. I, was, <laughs> I had one chance, and I put it in one something. So I did win with one chance. But mm-hmm. people would put their chances in, in bandage boxes or bandage tins, and they'd get them out and fold them out. And you'd have stacks of chances. They'd pull, put them in the drawing at the very end of the week or the end of the month whenever we did the chances, and I had one. And so I got lucky with a one-chance win. That's well, amazing. Everybody loves the drawing, and yes. it sounds like yeah. you have a lot of great stuff coming up this summer, so we're Me really too. grateful and yeah. excited. Anything and I, else? And I, I just, again, with the prizes, I want to thank our business community. They showed up. I went door to door with these places and I said, give me what, you know, the theme is all together now. So we're looking for things that you can do at least together and in pairs. Mm-hmm. And to say that they showed up in such an incredible way. The, I mean, they're listed um, when you come in and get a brochure. So all the places that have donated to us, even even places like, you know, Dryer Lawn is donating all of the rocks for our rock painting. It's going to be great. Charlotte Sona. I mean, Perfect. it's just wonderful. Perfect. And, and again, I can't mention Summer Library Program without thanking the Lions. They made a huge initial gift of $1,000. Um, and it just, this community is just something else. It's something special. And I really want to say thank you to everyone that has made and is making Summer Library Program come together in such a wonderful, beautiful way. Well, thanks to you right. for and the work you and your staff are doing, too. Oh, God, these girls are amazing, aren't they? They are. Well, we appreciate this we update. We do. We do. And, and in, in terms of, we got to make this so we can, we've done this all year long with the podcast. We got to make this hip. So we didn't show up. <laughs> they showed out. That's what they did. The community yes, showed, out, showed out. So we can okay. talk. Yeah, Sounds they showed great. out. No I do cap. have one funny for, <laughs> this, is, this is why I work here and why I love my squirrels. I heard some kid... Um, in the cafe one day, go. He walks in and he's uh, playing with Legos, and he goes, "This library's bussin," and I couldn't help myself. I go, "But is it bussin, bussin?" And at the same time, this one kid goes, "There's just this silence," and there's a kid that goes, "I never thought I'd hear a librarian say bussin." <laughs> All right. And the other kid turns to this little girl and goes. That's why this place is the goat. And I'm like, I've won. Yes, I win. The goat. The goat. Awesome. Awesome. All right. 
Well, Jackie, thanks yes. for, for all go. you're doing. Very and cool. We appreciate I you. I have and now made the podcast you, cool. Yes. You probably are going to get a, a round of applause here. Oh, absolutely. I, way to go. All right. Thanks, friend. Thank you much. Yes. I'm going to get back to okay. get back to it. Have a delightful day. Get back day. to your Google Doc. Yes. All right. Sounds good. Well, we're going to turn over. Kevin is Kevin Logan, our superintendent, is back again. So he's a. This is two time number two. Yeah, second, that's right. Second, second time. All right. That's right. right. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have to race he, Devin Miller. Yeah, I on know. Field day to see. Because because yeah, Devin's yeah. been on three times. Yeah, but I know. We've, we've, Devin wins that. Right? Okay, no hands, hands down. Anybody's mind okay. Well, if you're listening, Devin, um, it, yeah. the default goes to you. So, Kevin, you, you, I think it was really just about a year ago. This time, maybe a little earlier in, in the calendar year, that you said yes to returning back to Heston. You remember what date it was? I don't remember the date. It was in April. So oh, okay. So just, just so over a year. Time flies. Time does fly. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, we are so glad that you said absolutely. yes. Absolutely, without without a doubt. Yeah. And so one of the things that we want to talk a little bit is how has it felt to be back in Heston? You know, it's it's been a an array of feelings, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. At first, it was a little bit surreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving through the bond issue uh, and the election, it was what in the world have I done? <laughs> and uh, right. now we're we're seeming. I don't want to say to settled in because you never seem like you're, you're settled in. Right. But things are are moving along. Things are moving in a positive direction, and we're going to continue to see that. Uh, I think both academically and as a as a physical body uh, of buildings uh, for the mm-hmm. next several years. Yeah. So, uh, you know, all I can say is things are moving forward. It's a great community and happy to be here. Oh, oh. we're glad to have you back. I mean, you, you, I, I think the analogy isn't maybe treading water. Now you've got your feet underneath you and you're moving forward in those in those strides. I think that, you know, you the coming in, I, I can understand, oh, what did I jump into? But it's, I hope it's feel like an old hat. I mean, I think it was, you probably knew a lot of people and probably were able to make that transition. Oh, it, it's been fun uh, rekindling yeah. a lot of relationships, no yeah. no doubt. You know, with the two of you, for example. Yeah. Uh, but well, thank you. Th- thank that, you. That part is, has been great. Oh, I believe it. I believe uh, it. it. There's, uh, you know, you get into some conversations that are interesting because I have holes that they don't have. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been really <laughs> cool to uh, get to know some Heston natives mm-hmm. that I missed at the 11 years that I was here. Yes. So we've got different histories of the same place. Place. Right. That's awesome. And uh, those are those are really uh, neat uh, neat building blocks to, yeah. uh, to to work from also. Yeah, and I think too, it sometimes helps to step away and to gain some. You know, you gained a ton of knowledge, and then you can come back and you can see the community through a different lens than yeah. you did the first time, right? Oh, absolutely, different experiences, mm-hmm. right? Uh, obviously, different role now than, than yes. when I left. Mm-hmm. And uh, some some people, you know, still see me in the role as I was before, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously, you know, professionally a, a much different role. Right. And uh, trying to uh, meet expectations of the community, but also know what we have to do mm-hmm. uh, on the KSDE side, on the legislative side. There's just things that uh, helping the community understand the direction we're going in while, right. yeah. while still not losing the core values Right, of the and I think the why, I think helping to understand the why is a big part, a big part of explaining. If you sit down with someone who's not maybe understanding, but you explain the why, they go, oh, okay, I get it. I can understand now. Now I see where we're going with that. And I think that opens some doors and, and possibly some conversations for good conversations. And the I'll be honest, I'm a lot better in those conversations uh-huh. than I am the presentations to the masses. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, sitting, sitting down with you guys yes. and having 
have a conversation, right. you know, over a cup of coffee or right. Coke is is great. Yes. I am not a good public speaker, so I will. <laughs> well, I think you do just fine. I, I ask for forgiveness for everybody out there. Who I understand. Me yeah. to yeah. a group. I, I understand. You're selling yourself a little short there, but so. Um, I think I've been told like a hundred times, stop saying COVID. But I mean, this is kind of that first year back after several school years that were impacted either partially or all by COVID. Has that felt good to just be free of that for the most part? Absolutely. On the the side of recognizing it is to how kids attend school, what activities we can have. It is so nice to not have that uh, lurking over us. Mm -hmm. Now, to say that we're done with it is a whole other animal because we're dealing with the aftermath of COVID. The learning loss, especially at our youngest ages, Mm -hmm. those kiddos that are in pre-K, kindergarten, first, second grade right now, they missed a lot as they were learning to talk and walk, Mm -hmm. as they would have been in pre-K and they weren't, as they would have been finishing you know, kindergarten, That's first a great grade, point. didn't. We're going to see that for the next eight to ten years, mm. uh, the, the aftermath of. But as far as the, the physical aspect and mm-hmm. the all the absences and the quarantines, sure. oh, it's been wonderful. Not yeah. yeah, the now. day-to-day operations yeah. looks normal. But I really appreciate you saying that because I think that we all need to take a little bit of responsibility in helping catch these kids up. And what does that look like? What does that look like as a district? What does it look like as a Sunday school teacher? What does it look like as a t-ball coach? What, you know, and so um, it it may be that people get a little bristly. I don't know, maybe they don't, but well, I don't want to hear you saying my kid's behind, but we're kind of all collectively behind. Well, and not to get too deep in the weeds, I hope, but there is the the brain development process Mm -hmm. that there were certain pieces that were just missed, and you don't have the opportunity necessarily right. to get those back. Right. So you have to teach accommodations along the way, and we don't know what all of those are yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, it's kind of you're still probably building that plane as you're flying and you're going as forward. We're, we're very much natives in, in yeah. that aspect, uh-huh. and uh, we will learn as we go along. Mm-hmm. We'll make mistakes, but the, the thing is is that we move forward. Right. Yeah. Well, that's and, – and the best thing is, is we know we have very committed people. We do. In our district. We have outstanding people in our district who've got outstanding parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's no doubt. And as it's been said by other people, if it can happen in Heston, you know, yeah. it, it will. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I like no, that. No doubt that we will move ahead. Well, so when we think about the state of education um, in our state, what do you think is important that people know? I know that you have a really great way of, of making it listener friendly. But what are some things that just regular people might want to know about the state of education, financial stuff? Financial is uh, it's a mystery right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still have a uh, Senate bill that is hanging out there. We don't know if the governor is going to sign it or not. She has until Thursday of this week to either sign it, veto it, or just let it become law. Uh, that is funding that follows the Gannon a school case decision from, I believe it was 2017, which raises our base aid per pupil, which, you know, we would obviously like to see. Mm-hmm. Our yeah. teachers would like to see it. They would like to see raises. Yes. Our, <laughs> the rest of our staff would like to see raises, yes. obviously. And uh, we need to, outside of salaries, we also have additional bills, just like everybody right. else in their households. Right. Electricity costs more, gas costs more, water, so on and so forth. So we've got uh, those to take care of. So we hope to see that happen. The special education funding, we would really like to see the state to take a look at that. We use a lot of our general fund to supplement mm-hmm. uh, special education. 
And uh, that is something that the legislature hasn't looked at real in depth, we don't feel. So hopefully in the upcoming years, they they take a, a better yeah. look at that, a closer look at that. The feds don't fulfill their end of special education. The state doesn't fulfill their end. And it's either side uh, talking about what they need to do. So that's kind of it on the, the financial side mm-hmm. of things. Heston is a is a uh, solid, in a solid financial footing, but uh, obviously we, if we get more, we can do more. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, right now our teacher salaries are, are low as compared across the state. So we definitely, as a board, I think we'd like to address yes. that. I would love to uh, see that. I'm I mean, going to uh, make that proposal once we know where we're at mm-hmm. leading into next year. And we also know that we can't compete w- with our classified salaries with the private sector. So we have to make it a good place to work, which it right. is, and we need to sustain that. Yes. Uh, but definitely want to uh, to take care of the folks that take care of us. Uh, on other things, on the uh, school improvement side, uh, we're looking at our next round of accreditation. Right now, Kansas is on a five-year cycle. We very much want to look in our district as a continuous improvement mm-hmm. instead of start a year one into year five. Yeah. We know the state has that process they want to work through. We want their process to basically just be checking like the oil in your car. Mm-hmm. We want to see how we're doing, take a look at it, but let us keep going. With yes, I like doing. that's a great analogy. And, I like uh, that a lot. We'll be looking at, at setting some new goals next fall. Okay. Well, the board, our faculty, is going to look at a needs assessment, see what we want to focus on until we reach those goals. Okay. It, it may be in three years, it might be in five, it might be in seven. Again, we want the state to be able to take a look at ours, but we want a continuous improvement plan. Mm -hmm. And Kevin, kind of just thinking about that and expanding on it, you know, when I started teaching, I think one of my goals was that people wouldn't chew gum. It's like, don't chew gum in my class. That's my goal. And, And when I think about how much education has changed and and there are people that are like, what's the big deal? Why does it have to be so complicated? What are all these regulations and checkpoints? And just can't kids come to school and, and behave? I know that you can't explain all of that in, in the time we have. But <laughs> I mean, maybe what are your thoughts on why education continues to become more complex? I don't know that I've got a good answer for you on that, Susan. I do know that society has become much more complex. That I like. That, uh, that, yeah. that is, everyone has their wants and needs. And as schools, public schools especially, we have to fill those buckets of wants and needs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes those conflict with one another, the different parties. And it's, it's keeping all of our community satisfied with what our schools are doing and trying to meet the, the needs of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't meet the wants of all. Got to tr- try to meet the needs yes. of all. And uh, I would be lying to you if to tell you that sometimes we don't fall short. We do. Mm-hmm. But th- again, that's part of that improvement process. And getting people to understand uh, folks outside of themselves is part of the, the responsibility of the school. Yep. Uh, we can't do everything. We shouldn't have to do everything. But we do need to have our students understand, hey, this is the other parts of society that may disagree with some of your core values and beliefs, but they are their core values and beliefs. And we've got to find a way to make that merge. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, it's not like this is new. When my mom walked to school in the year 1930, probably for her first you know, year that she spent there, she would have had needs. She would have had challenges. She would have... There would have been things that someone should have done differently for her than for her older brothers. 
but that wasn't what education looked like right. now. So I know I like the idea that society has changed and become more complicated, but we've also just put ourselves in a place where we're we're determined to look at that and to address it and and to try to individualize as best we can and to say to a kid, hey, you know, we see that you're really good at this. Let us point you in this direction and open doors. And yeah. that's exciting. Well, that goes back to the, uh, the, the Kansas State Department goal is leading the world in the success of each student mm-hmm. instead of we used to educate what was best for most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we, we've moved from a most concept to make sure that we educate each child. Right. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. I think you, you can piggybacking off of that, Kevin, you've got some really great programs in the high school with like the CTE stuff going on that really does speak to all these different people. All these, I'm on one of those committees with those, with the uh, broadcasting and the media and talking about these. And we're talking about two teachers and the teachers are asking us, how do we get such and such students involved? Well, let's look at this. Oh, we didn't think of that. We're, this is a great idea for maybe two kids here to get them in a career path that they might not have thought of. And I think it really does stress to the individual, but really foster those individuals as a whole across the board. Agreed. We have a lot of CTE offerings at our yeah. high school, uh, many more than when I left here mm-hmm. 16 years ago, yeah. uh, that are just tremendous. Yeah. We, we still have room to grow. Mm-hmm. We still have, I believe, on the uh, manufacturing and industrial and construction side room to grow. Yeah. But I think we also need to point out, you know, we have limitations of what we can mm-hmm. do on a large scale, and we need to find our niche. Where do we fit in? You know, yeah. I think a lot of that's going to be on the, the higher tech side of things. Yes. A lot of times than what it is on big machining. You know, we're right. going to be able to, to reach out to those in our community, you know, to, to help us with some of that. But as far as being in-house, I think we're going to have to do a lot of scaled items. I think we're going to have to do a lot of modeling. Mm-hmm. But we have to take advantage of what we have within our district and what we oh, can without work a, with. Without a doubt. I mean, you not just... I don't think it's an emphasis. It's an emphasis on getting these kids to grow individually. And some kids might not go to college, but they have that that technical background or the welding background or something like that that you get to foster that. And they're, hey, here's something I can do for the rest of my days. And I'm content with that. And maybe not a secondary education, but I can do this. And I have a, the people in my corner to help me do that. And I think that's huge. Yeah, it is. We, I, I feel that we do a really good job. I would th- oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so we got a little bond project. Yeah, just, just, you know, just, just, just a wee just one. Just a tiny on. little building. Yeah, just a little one. It's yeah, just, <laughs> just, just, you know, some little kind of a facelift, right? Yeah, something that rolls around every 20 to 50 years. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, so, yes, this, this one is uh, re- going to be doing a vast remodel and rebuild. Uh-huh. Of some 50 and 70 year buildings mm-hmm. yes. uh, for the kids starting uh, fall 24 with the high school and fall 25 with the middle school. And there's a lot of pieces that have to fall into place between now and then. And uh, that's been really, really exciting. It's caused a lot of anxiety for a lot of people. <laughs> uh, there's been some concessions. There's been a right. lot of successes along the way in the, in the planning and a lot of good ideas that our, our staff have shared with us both our classified staff and our licensed staff. Uh-huh. And uh, we're moving forward and uh, can, can report that we should break ground sometime in June. Okay, great. And when I say break ground, I don't know. You know, we're going to have a groundbreaking uh-huh. or an in- ceremonial yeah. piece. 
and I don't know if we will have gold-plated shovels for the board <laughs> to put that first shovel of dirt and turn I like it, it. I like it. Or if it'll be a gold-plated sledgehammer to where we'll do the first piece of demolition. <laughs> I, I don't know what it will be. I don't hey, know why not do both? What's why the best photo out there? Exactly. I'm so thrilled this is happening. I'm willing to dig with my hands just Go- to gold get it going. Gold for Susan to dig with her hands. I like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, w- that'll happen sometime in, yeah. in June. And we've got... Uh, pieces of that targeted that Mm -hmm. uh, will change the accessibility starting in June of the the high school campus. Mm -hmm. The pieces that will be addressed will be the entry to the current Ox Gym. Uh, That entrance will come down uh, in June because that's where the new auditorium will Mm -hmm. be staged to be built uh, following the fall. And then the uh, original pool that was on the campus needs to be dug out and removed along with the south swim wall that okay. wall that had the lanes written on it yeah. that needs to come down and then in the building the original bills business pod where we currently house a math class foreign language and special education that pod has to be removed yeah. and then connections from the tech ed pod okay. on the side of that over to the original math pod those connections will need to be made and then security fencing around all of those. Yeah. So that you, people will see that happen beginning in June. Uh, that chunk will be wrapped up in, in August. And then in August, early September, we actually start the physical building. Good. Uh, we will be putting in uh, uh, foundations. We'll be putting in uh, setting underground uh, work in and then a little, little bit work. of dirt work going on uh, yeah. there'll be some dirt <laughs> yeah. work that goes on but, <laughs> a little bit uh, of digging yeah that 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 process will all begin sometime in june we don't have the initial date yet but uh, we do know that that is moving forward good susan and the rest of the board will be acting on some business ends as we move through the summer uh, on april 24th they adopted a, a an additional what's called a gmp a guaranteed maximum price uh, amendment for about $800,000 for this first uh, groundbreaking to happen. In July, they'll have another one, which will be a 75% GMP, which will be in the multi-million dollar range. And then another one in August, which will be the 100% GMP uh, that will cover the totality then of the approximately $35 million that will be spent on the project. And I will just say the amount of accountability and detail and thought that is going into this is daunting and I feel that the um, accountability and the level of responsibility that the partners are taking is just the, the community can rest assured it is being carefully studied and details down to you know like what if we change this slightly will that save here and and I am so impressed and I, I'm hoping that you feel the same that it's been very very thorough we have a uh a bond team mm-hmm. that uh, for a while we were meeting every other week. Now we're down to just kind of meeting as needed as we get the process rolling, get all the all the building components tied together. We have a, a floor plan that's been pretty much set in place mm-hmm. now for a month and a half, but now it's getting all the different components of uh, the mechanical, electrical, the plumbing, uh, what the outside of the building will look like, what the inside of the building will look like, uh, getting feedback uh, from staff on the inside yeah. of the building and the functionality. But yeah, there's been a team there that there's three board members that, that meet on that. The administrative team, uh, our partners at, at Hutton, our, part, our architect partners at SPT, our uh, owner's representative at, at Lighthouse. We get together and we meet and make sure that we're all on the same schedule. 
and everyone's making sure that we use taxpayer money wisely. Yes, I, th- I think that's the- great. I think you've also had a lot of eyes and good eyes on the project mm-hmm. to, to see those different perspectives. And, you know, we might like, so for example, Susan and I might see something differently, but we can say, hey, she sees it this way, I see it this way. And we tell you, Kevin, you, Kevin, you would say, oh, that makes sense from both perspectives. Let's see how we can make this work. I think that's why you have such a good team in place working on these and, and coming up with the solutions and, and the feedback from not only the team, but the faculty and the staff and getting that, I think, is huge. Yeah. Ma- many voices. Ma- yeah. Many voices and many great ideas. Yeah. So if the community, listeners, uh, stakeholders are interested in seeing what's this going to look like, um, how soon would there be something that, th- that people could look at? How soon? Right now they could come by and see a pretty good idea of what a floor plan would look like. Okay. I can, I can print those out. I haven't opened up the, the latest ones that, that came in yesterday. Uh, as far as having larger scale, I would hope by the end of this month, okay. I'll have a set of drawings that, that uh, people can look at. Okay. I requested those from our architect last week, uh-huh. and I hope to get those the next time that he's in town. Nice. Great. Now, Great. will there be anything available electronically? Electronically, it'll be a matter of how well I can get those posted online. Okay. Uh, if we can do that, I will, and it'll be nice. in the bond progress tab okay. of the uh, of the uh, the hestonschools.org website. Wonderful. Okay, People need to visit that website occasionally and get caught up of what's going on around the school district. I almost said you, the USD 460, but Heston Schools is the easiest way yeah, for you to sure. get yeah, there. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Well, and then kind of shifting a little to um, a topic that's kind of touchy, and that's that teacher shortage. Mm-hmm. What What do you think? It's, what? It is there. Yes. It, it is a thing. It has been a thing for 10 plus years in more remote parts of the state. Mm-hmm. It has hit all of us now. I, see. I will say with pride that we have all of our teaching licensed positions filled next year. Oh, wonderful. With licensed wonderful, staff. wonderful, wonderful. That, that was amazing. We that had our, our last two hires uh, late last week and actually this weekend. Great. Uh, which is a wonderful thing. But no, the teacher shortage is here. Yeah. And uh, like I said, it it used to be more remote places. When you see it hit within 30 30 miles of Wichita, when you see it hit within 30 miles of all of your Board of Regents universities, Mm -hmm. you know it's here, and and it is. Uh, There are districts all over the state, and we were looking at doing alternative licensure. You know, uh, we didn't have to go that route this year. As of yet, yeah. uh, hopefully we don't have any. Knock on some wood. Knock on some wood. Yes, <laughs> but uh, but it, it is here, and it's it's a it's something that we're going to deal with for quite a while. Uh, I really, I young people, if you are interested in education, get into education. It is an honorable profession. Yes, and, yes, it is. Uh, I, I it's been a great career for me. You know, I'm wrapping up 33 years mm. as an educator this year. I guess people would say I've been on the dark side on administration <laughs> now uh, for 17 versus 16 oh, that I was in the man. classroom. Right. That's not true. But uh, it, it, it is truly a great profession. It is. And it is as much as a, a calling as anything else. Absolutely. And if, if you feel that that might be a good fit for you, I'd definitely say explore it. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Rusty, you do a lot of work with young people, and mm-hmm. I spent 18 years 
in the classroom and, and feel like those were the most meaningful years of my working life. I mean, they there have been fun things since, but if you want to feel like you're making a difference, if you want to have time fly by. Yeah, <laughs> without the, a doubt. There is never without a, a, doubt. a boring day in education. I mean, they, have you ever been bored? I have never been bored. And kids are wonderful. They yeah. are. They, they truly are. Uh, and it doesn't matter what age a kiddo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the younger ones, for me personally, are exhausting, but they are wonderful. <laughs> they are. Yeah, I've helped out in, not not here recently, but have helped out in kindergarten classrooms before. And at the end of an hour, you're like, my goodness, how did those teachers survive the exactly. day? Yeah. But, but they, they are absolutely wonderful. And Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I know, Susan, even after you got out of public school, you were working for the Learning Center for Health. I was. And you, were, mm-hmm. you came into a school that I was at. Yep. And you continue to teach. It's something that, that gets in your blood. It does. And, and you want to do even when you're not, quote, unquote, on the clock. Right. It's something that you just want to do. Yeah. And you hear kids say the most wonderful things. I'm just going to share a really quick story. I, I have a kindergartner. I, one of my people in my world, when they were in kindergarten, The teacher at the end of the year was saying, I'm just going to miss you guys so much. I I just don't know if I can let you go. I might have to keep you for next year. Just being kind and sweet. And one little person that I know later went and stood by that teacher's desk and quietly said, I think I I could probably do kindergarten again. And meant it. And I, when I hear that, I, and that teacher told that story to our family, and I'm like, my heart and my whole body right. just melted like butter because it just shows that bond yes. that, that you have yes. with educators. So, yeah, it. Please think about a career in education. So, what have been some of the highlights this school year? Oh, highlights have been awesome. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to stay somewhat recent. Okay. Uh, I believe it was uh, third grade pollinator projects. No, second grade pollinator projects okay. were amazing they did they were like a human kiosk uh-huh. of, of different bugs whether they were moths or flies or bats or uh, i can't tell you all the right. different pollinators right but they had a little button in front of them you'd step on the button and here's these second graders who are looking up and reciting to you what their role in the world was oh my that's uh, cool the size that they were uh, and then they all ended with, and the most important thing I do is pollinate plants so the world can, I don't remember the final statement, but th- they were just amazing. And this is after doing a, a little song that they'd done and displaying their artwork. But that, that public presentation mm-hmm. of the second grader standing up and looking at either an adult or two or three adults was tremendous. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, that's wonderful. So that, that, that was very much a highlight. Uh, middle school, I didn't get to stay very long at the, the Project Me that they did last week. But again, telling about themselves, what they thought their aptitudes were, what their future plans were, again, just awesome. And then uh, go, moving to the high school, they did their senior exit presentations. Mm-hmm. I got to set in on a panel of that and you know heard about a dozen different kids talk about what they were looking forward to within their careers what they'd experienced at the high school and would be taking into those basically connecting the dots yeah. with the end in mind uh, again just outstanding very oh, wow. very well spoken and conveyed the message of what their goals were knowing full well those goals may change mm-hmm. because we all know that people change that's direction very quite much often, so very true but uh, 
to, to see how they were tying things together and just the reflection piece of an eight, 17, 18 year old high yeah. school senior was amazing. So I'll just stick with those, those academics and those public presentations at each level is something that we should all take pride in mm -hmm. because that's the hardest thing to do oh, is to convey to others uh, verbally, in writing, through images, what, uh, what going on in yeah. your academic world. I mean, very, very good things going on. I mean, I can see you're, Kevin, you're beaming with pride with this. And, <laughs> yeah. and I think it, without a doubt you should. I mean, being here and, and seeing this and saying, wow, Essen School's doing really, really well. Yeah. So I tell you what, everybody that lives in this town and the people that don't, that should move here, need to be <laughs> proud of our school district. Yeah. It, it is an amazing place, and, and I just can't say enough good stuff. So, well, Kevin um, – is there anything on the radar other than the building project? You got any little ideas or things that you're kind of thinking, what about this? Or we might look into that, that you feel comfortable sharing. One of the things that I really want to look at is on the physical side of our district is some campus beautification. Mm -hmm. uh, really, you know, I, we won't be able to do a lot on the grounds on the high school side right now with, with all the, the building that's going to be done there. On the current middle school side, we definitely just want to maintain until we mm -hmm. exit that building. And I know that there's a committee you know, that's been put together between board members from both the school district and the rec board, and then with a couple members of the uh, city commission uh, to explore options of use of all or parts of that structure. So probably not going to do a lot there. But this summer at the middle school, or excuse me, at the elementary school, we want to make sure that we get some trees planted. We yeah. want to get some color back on that campus again. And I don't know exactly what that's going to consist of, but I do want to get some folks together early in the summer to say, what, what can we do, especially when we come back next fall? I would love to see some some kids or classes take some ownership of that because manpower is one of those things we can't do uh, to the extent that we'd like to. But uh, you know, if we could have some people more or less adopt some some gardens or something yeah, like that, yeah, it would be absolutely. wonderful. So or, campus beautification is definitely something that that I want to look at on the on the physical side. Uh, you know, on the on the academic side, really, it's going to say what is next up for us. Mm -hmm. We do know that, and I hate to bring this up, Susan, since COVID, we're, we're not <laughs> doing some things in the classroom sure. that we did pre-COVID. Mm -hmm. There's some things that we needed to let go, and right. but there's some things that we need to bring back with, uh -huh. right. with more emphasis. And I'm going to use cooperative learning as one. I want to make sure that we get back into that mold of supporting our teachers and using that and getting our kids fully to work together to the highest extent that we can because that's Good. very, very important. And then we need to look and see with, through that needs assessment, what is what is up next? Mm -hmm. uh, not to add to people's plates, but what is the best things that we can sure. do to support our teachers and their efforts within the classroom to help our students? Yeah. And to tell you exactly what that is, I don't know. Right. It's all right. Right. You, we, none of us know. I mean, no. it, we will work together. We'll have conversations. I know you're very approachable. You want people to share ideas. So I'm excited about all that. Yeah. Well, so now that we've known all that you're busy doing, are you going to get any free time? And, and I know you like to fish, you like to golf, but you may have some other stuff on the radar. What, what's it going to look like this summer? You know, I really don't know what it's going to look like till we get some dates set for the school. Okay. We're going to work around around those. Okay. Yes, I am going to golf. I, have a, <laughs> I had some surgery on a knee uh, okay. back in, I don't remember now, late February, early March. So I haven't swung a club yet, but I'm going to try that, I hope, okay. hopefully tonight. Okay. And... Uh, 
as far as fishing, I haven't had any luck yet. I've only been out once. So have uh, I only been out once, but, but we're going to be out that's there. That's going to happen. Yeah. But no, we'll get away for some, some Good. vacation. Great. And, uh, Good deal. Well, I really, I mean, too bad you don't have somebody nearby in this room that knows anything about golf or fishing. It's like I feel like the outlier that I'm, I, I still am. a little bit. You keep saying that you and Garber are going to get me on a boat. We are. Don't and, worry. And we'll Zach Fry was going to give me a free set of clubs and, and a year-round pass just can, for mentioning his name on the program. Okay. okay great. Okay. All Zach. right. Well, you know, it's, it's a pretty big commute for you to get to the course. It is. Yeah, a, I know. I mean, yeah, I, you could hit balls to the range from your backyard. I, uh, if I knew which way to swing the club. But <laughs> right. no, it's, it's great to hear that you have some plans yeah. and that you are going to get away and rest and um yeah it's it's a it's good well, we are very glad to have you back kevin and we are very glad to have you back in this big role and i think i can say it from i think for hess and thank you for coming back and stepping in oh absolutely thanks for having me here today thanks absolutely for the welcoming uh from so many people as as we've come back into yeah. town really really do appreciate that and looking forward to actually being back directly in the city yeah uh mm-hmm. you know we're looking being able to our house is supposed to be done sometime in the uh, first part of August. So uh, we'll be moving in at about the same time that we move a few classrooms <laughs> exactly. uh, in the yeah. high school. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of a lot of moving going yeah. on that way. But yeah. uh, definitely, you know, every day is a new challenge. And uh, Absolutely. We'll, we'll meet up head on. It's a great community to do that in. And uh, just thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you, Great. Kevin. Thanks ahead. Is yes. there anything else we need yeah. to know before you go? Not that I can think of. Okay. okay. All right. Well, we're going to probably have you back couple more times next absolutely. year. So. Absolutely. Please yes. do. We will, and uh, yeah. would love to share progress with you yes, as, as absolutely. we start yeah. to see ground being broken. And, love know, to hear it, it. It'll seem like things go slower and slower and slower as we're doing the underground work. Right. But once we start going up with, mm-hmm. with the red metal, with the walls, yeah. uh, it, it'll go quick. It will. Yeah. Well, I you know, I hate to think how fast the last two years have gone. And two years from now, we'll be pretty well wrapping some of this stuff up. Right. I mean, absolutely. It'll look very different. Yeah. And so, you know, when you're on my side of, of the uh, number count, it, two years goes way too quickly. So, hey, I'm right there with you. Two oh, years yes. goes. Two yeah. years goes well, quickly. Well, I'm glad I was going to say, but you're not right there with yeah. me on the. No, I'm not. Digits. No, no, not okay. with the digits. But time goes way fast. It does go fast. It goes so fast. It's almost ridiculous. I tell these kids. I've told these kids. I go. The older you get, the faster it goes. And they don't believe me until even a couple of them come back from a couple of years in college going, you're right. Yeah, we know. We know. We know. <laughs> we know. It goes quicker. So what else is going on around hey, the little town? major, major props. I would be remiss. First of all, I want to say thank you to Mark Dalston for wrapping up his education mm, career. Yeah. What a um, career. What a, what a wonderful teacher Mark has been over the years. So I know that he called it a career and is going to relax and well-deserved relax. But on the heels of that, his tennis team, what an unsung dynasty. And under the radar dynasty, they finished third at state. Micah Dalston and Asher Dutchendorf, mm-hmm. double team, state champs. So major, major, major congratulations to the guys. And a great showing for a Heston team right. at state. First in the public school division is yeah. what I heard. So. That's what I heard. Also, <laughs> I'm not gonna go not that touching yet. that. Not, are you? No, not yet. So, right. Not yet. We'll we'll get to that eventually. So okay. No, but I mean, great things going on. Regional golf's going on today. Hopefully, our guys can make the trip to Dodge City uh, here in a two hours. First pitch for regional baseball. Yeah. And regional softball, I think, is today, but they're on the road. I I'm not entirely sure. I think so. Yeah, we're on the road up at Southeast. Southeast. Okay. Yeah. 
regional baseball is playing here. Um, the first pitch is at four, and that's the first game. Heston plays 25 minutes after, roughly six o'clock or so. All right. And there's actually a meal deal up there going on tonight. Oh, that is so, correct. Yeah. And uh, I believe, unless things have changed, the second round will be played here also oh, 25 right. minutes after that. Double check your calendar on okay. that, but yeah. I, I okay. believe there's an opportunity we may have two uh, baseball games at home tonight. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, so. And and supper and to boot, yeah, right? Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. So things going on. I mean, had, state track is around the yeah, corner. State track is around the corner. Graduation was this weekend. So, hey, mm. congrats to those seniors. It was a very, yeah. very glorious day. Yeah. So things are happening. We're slowing down, but yet picking up at the same time. Uh-huh. Just summer, a shift. Summer doesn't, you think you slow down in the summer, you don't. I right. think you pick things up sometimes. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So, and I do I still have it correct that next week you. Have some state golf. major commitments at state golf. Yeah, is so that two A? What did you tell it me? It is state boys two A. It'll okay. be the it'll be Salina Sacred Heart and whoever else wants to play because those guys are really really good. Oh, so I'm, okay. I think they're the odds on favorite to win two mm-hmm. A. Uh, I think they had four kids shooting the seventies yesterday. I think so. Okay. Real, real good team. And real, real good golf will be here next week as nice. well. So I think they still do need volunteers. So if you're interested in volunteering, contact the golf course at 620-327-2331. They need some people to maybe drive a shuttle or get to sit outside in a lawn chair with a marker staking sure. at a hole and, and help golfers find their off ball. So Yeah, okay. And yeah. another thing I want to remind people to sign your kids up for Vacation Bible School. Yes. You can do that uh, via the website, uh, th- well, Facebook, or, yeah. or just let us know if you need help finding it. But that... They need volunteers. They need kids. So we would encourage you to do that. Sign up for the summer reading program. Heston Recreation and Community Education has a ton of things going on. Think about looking at some of the activities that are with our partner organizations like through Heston College or places like that. So uh, I don't know what next week's going to hold on the podcast. So I do know that Rusty's going to be tied up and I'm going to be here um, with the mystery guests. Okay, I like it. Mystery guests are good. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much, Kevin. One more time for being in. Thanks for Jackie for stopping by. This has been the weekly walkthrough H-Town coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher, and we will talk to you guys next week.